0: Hello, 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 and welcome to Divine Convos. Thank you so much for being here and lending me your ears. We have a lot to talk about today. We're going to talk about the power of prayer, the devil, family feuds, angels, rejuvenating your energy, spirit, ego, and much more. This is going to be a loaded episode And if you've been listening to this for the past few weeks, you know that I've been doing recaps of my biggest lessons, downloads, and revelations for the week. And this week had a lot. So there was just a lot of things that came to my mind, a lot of um, definitely a lot of revelations, definitely a lot of tests. But all for the good. We're all here to grow and we're all here for our souls to develop in this lifetime on this journey. So we're going to get to it. But before that, if you could just take a deep inhale with me, please. We're going to inhale on three and then hold it for three and exhale. You ready? All right. All right. One, two, three. Three. Three, two, one, exhale. One more time. Inhale on one, two, three. Hold it. Three, two, one, exhale. Yes. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God, for that breath. Thank you for life. All right. So let's go ahead and jump into it. I guess since I just said thank you, God, we'll start with the power of prayer. Let me tell you, for a long time growing up, I grew up as Christian. That's what I knew going to church. But I did not have a relationship with God recently. If you would have asked me, who is God? What is God? Or any questions based on faith, I would have drew a blank just because I never explored that relationship. You know, I was just living. I was happy, but I was just just living. Um, But I always heard people say, I had a cousin tell me too, like, God will reveal himself to you. And she said, just ask and he will reveal yourself to you. And I'm just saying he only because, um, of the masculine and feminine energy, the masculine of provide, protect, serve the feminine of receive, nurture, transform. So it can be interchangeable. Um, but I just say he, because I just think of father, even though I don't, it's genderless, but, um, like I said, just masculine energy that I perceive, um, But anyway, my friend, my cousin said, like, he will reveal himself to you. And God definitely revealed himself to me in a way that he revealed his love, like the love. I understood God. I understood love when I found God and I understood God in finding love, if that makes sense. Um, And... I had to do a tough thing because I wanted to break free from things that were holding me back. So I had to really do a tough thing and dive deep and I needed help. And on my own, just within my ego, there was no way I could have did what I did. Um or just had the strength to to be to be my true self, to bear my soul to the people in my life. There was no way I could have done that with my ego. It's like no way. Like you're gonna think this about me. I like I I I I'm so ashamed I'm I'm so weak I could never and then God comes in with spirit and provides everything you need and on the the outcome of that is the lack of fear like you feel fearless you feel protected I've, I felt this overwhelming feeling of protection like like this life that I had so, that that I had perceived, it didn't even matter. I felt like this infinite love, like beyond this field, there is so much, there is infinite love. There is like sometimes inconceivable, like an inconceivable journey, an inconceivable realm. We don't even know exists, but within that realm, it's like every single possibility. So like out of this world. That was my experience with God. And since then, since I decided to take the leap of faith, which I'll definitely, well, I'm not going to say definitely, but I will talk more about, you know, as this podcast progressed more and more about my journey, but just taking a leap of faith, not just taking any leap, but one of faith, one of saying I trust will just change your life. Everything that you thought was going to happen probably won't even play out that way. That's the power of divine intervention. And so through my relationship, through my journey, um, I have learned, um, I've just, you know, being on this path, you... You start to seek people or you start to find people who are also on the path and you start to, excuse me, but information comes to you. And I heard through a podcast, the spiritual podcast, and it was a guy saying that, you know, we have, we all have angels. We all have, whether it be angels, spirit guides, the most high, our whole team, of divinity waiting they're they're literally like with us but I he said something in particular he said with angels you have to ask like they can't help you unless you ask and I'm not quite sure the reason but it just goes back to even in the bible which I'm not really familiar with the bible that's something that I am gonna read and understand but I I have heard all my life ask and you shall receive. Simple as just ask. So I've started to lean on that more and I have seen, I have seen the results of that. I've prayed. And when you pray, you really have to pray as if you will receive what you need. I know that we we are so used to praying for what we want. But remember, there is a divine plan. And if we got everything that we wanted, it may not be good for us five years down the line. That thing that we think we want so bad. God, please give this to me. I swear I'll just be good. It will just help me. It may be the worst thing for you. And so when you really pray though, when you really trust God, like, hey, God's going to give me what I need. And you pray and you, you, you know, like there's some times that you know what's going to happen. Like, especially when you're fighting the enemy, like I've realized, like, I don't, you know, I turn to God, like th- especially this past week, because the enemy loves to be where people are gathered, where families are gathered. Just like how God loves to be there, God is there too. But the enemy also comes to do the opposite, to destroy. That's what evil does. What better thing to do than to destroy family? Because family is the strongest bond. Family, like the love that family has together. If family works together, it is unbreakable. Outsiders cannot get in. People have saved their villages, their countries by sticking together. So that is what the enemy chooses to destroy. So anytime you have a family ga- gathering, um, just just think about it. Think about it. Think about how many people get into serious, serious altercations at those type of events that are supposed to be filled with love and happiness. Whether you're celebrating new love, new life, new achievement, achievements, there will be evil forces that try to destroy that. And this weekend I really had to rely on my strength and prayer because I was like, you know, we had something like that, a beautiful celebration. And, And because I know the forces that are out there now, I am not oblivious like I used to be. I know that there is intentionality in trying to destroy it. I prayed and I felt, I felt my prayers being answered because anytime something tried to erupt, it got diffused and we were able to have a beautiful event. There was one time my friend even lost her keys and literally guys, like I was just like angels, like, you know, I know you said, you said to call on you. If I need help, please help my, like please help us find these keys. As soon as I walked out her car, um, I went up and I was telling my friend, hey, like, you know, yeah, we're just looking for her keys. And this little boy behind us is like, oh, you're looking for some keys? He was like, I, I saw some keys on the table, took them to the bar. And I was like, there you go, answered. So it's just little things like that, that I've been noticing when I really turn to God and, and I really believe too, like, I really, I'm not just like, let me just throw a prayer out there and see if it happens. No, I'm like, no, I'm going to get help with this. It always happens. Um. So that is just me reminding you the power of prayer where whatever you're going through and this is I'm not trying to preach to y'all I'm really not but it's real you really do have help do not forsake do not forsake God do not forsake these these energies these beautiful beautiful energies that are surrounding us these spirit guides our ancestors our bloodline that want to see us win that are here to help us win All right, let me take a sip of my coffee. Well, not my coffee, my matcha, but I do sprinkle a little bit of coffee in there for a little boost. Okay, so that whole thing leads me to my next point because, and that point is the only way you know that you have changed is when you're tested. So do not shy away from test. You could work on yourself, read as many books. You can pray to be a better person, but you never really know if you've changed until you've been tested. And this weekend was a reminder. It was really like a beautiful reminder to me that, okay, this work that you've been doing has been working because I got tested you know like I I know what my mindset would have been before and my mindset is to defend that's my mindset but you have to ask yourself who are you defending against when we're all on the same team who are you fighting what is wrong with being the peacemaker? The peacemaker between your people, our people. We are not each other's enemies. We are one. And so nobody wins when you feud. I realize I'm tired of seeing these internal quarrels with with each other we're playing for the same team guys and so it is our jobs it is our job to be the peacemaker at at all costs because it is dire need we have to be intentional with bringing people together almost like I'm gonna get mad at you if you start if you keep I'm if you keep acting like this if you keep fighting I am I'm angry because it's It's not just, y'all make up if y'all want to. No, we have to make up, guys. Like, you have to be that person because it's so important. We're not supposed to be fighting each other. You know, there were situations that tested us on that day, on the special day, you know. And people, you know, someone says something to you that's nasty. Your first reaction is to, is you want to react. You want to defend yourself you want to defend whoever's around you you want to hurt them back but it's like y'all, our energy is just if you really don't care about something like if, if someone says something about you that's just not even true or that like you're not even gonna give them that power to affect you why even give that to them he who angers you controls you you could be having a good day and you let somebody take that from you. So I was able to see that, wow, like, it's, I, I see the bigger picture. You're not going to mess up, you know, my day. I I I am big on, like, I used to be, and I still kind of am like this. Like, I tell my friend all the time, like, I definitely, like, I reciprocate energy. Like, I, you know, people, like, when I was growing up, like, everybody wasn't nice to me. And I was nice. And, you know, just my own, like, not gonna call it trauma but I guess we all have things that we go through and grow through but that was my is I had to stand up for myself like I didn't stand up for myself I wasn't confrontational but then in, within my 20s I saw that as a weakness so if somebody would pop F at me I'm popping off back like no I'm gonna defend myself but really I was defending that little girl who didn't stand up for herself but now I don't look at not popping off at somebody back as a weakness. I look at it as a strength. You see how everything just comes full circle. We cannot just say, well, this happened to me when I was little. This how this, so now this is how I am. No, you may be acting how you are. Yes, because you doing what you do, you're doing to survive your brain and your everything wants to protect you, but you may not even be in those type of situations where you have to act that way. So it may be time to reevaluate and change and and just even just look at why you are the way you are. I guess that's what people call shadow work. I never like specifically intentionally sat down and said, I'm doing shadow work. It's just something that I've, you know, had to just did naturally. Oh, this is why I did this. Oh, this is why I did that. Let me, excuse me, let me change that. Let me work on that because it's not serving me anymore. And it was a wrong way of being. It protected me when I needed it. And it made me feel empowered at the time, but it no longer serves me. Now I have to, I, my lesson, my job right now is to control myself because I only have control of myself, of this being. I cannot control how anybody else acts. What I can do, I can limit how much I'm around you. If I don't have to be around you. I can remove myself from situations, I can watch my mouth, I can I can watch how I perceive things, and I could just control me. That's the only thing. All right, moving on. I hit a lot of different things in that in that first part. So, let's see. I think I'm going to shift for a little bit. I wrote down here in my notes this this um from the Tao, I've, I've been talking about that book from, uh, for the past couple episodes, but for some reason, I really enjoy that philosophy, Tuzu. Still think I'm saying that wrong, but um, I think that's right. But the way of the Tao is just to flow, to bend to the will of nature. And let me find this quote that helped me a lot this week, just in case it may help you, but, or not quote, but little paragraph. It says, living are soft and yielding. The dead are rigid and stiff. Living plants are flexible and tender. The dead are brittle and dry. Those who are stiff and rigid are the disciples of death. Those who are soft and yielding are the disciples of life the rigid and stiff will be broken, the soft and yielding will overcome. So I wanted to put this in there because it just is, it's just a reminder. Cause I know that like so many of us were on our paths trying to find our way, whether it's like what we're doing for work wise, who we want to become, you know, this, what is this 10 year plan? Why haven't I got there yet? But I'm learning to bend to the will of life and move in love, move, just move. Not so much thought of like, this is not working. Let me move on to something else. But I really believe beautiful things happen with flow. You, we, we meet the people that we're supposed to meet when we're doing. You know, if you have, whether you have a music career, a business um a podcast, whatever you have that you're doing that you really enjoy, don't tie yourself so much to the outcome, but submerse yourself in the process. And it's because of my belief that God will God will, God does, God is. I believe that when we are soft and yielding, we allow for things to happen and we kind of give up control of how we believe it's supposed to happen and let it happen the way it will happen. So I put that in there just for that reminder. Um, I also listened to this um, Lauren Hill interview and she was talking about, you know, we feel like we have this window of opportunity because they were telling her that they were like, okay, you just did this album. You have this window of opportunity, keep pushing, pushing, pushing. And she went the opposite way and gave people what they needed. And she said that there will never be a window of opportunity for what people need. Um, So if you are in the spiritual space or you're doing work for, you know, purpose-driven work, don't think that I got to do it by this amount of time. I got to do it by the end of the summer because XYZ. No, like people will find, like when people find what you do, it will be what they need. It will be what uplifts their soul, not just gives them happiness in the moment, but really takes them to the next level in their journey. So stay on the path and stay focused. Lastly, I think it's lastly, I, and this is for my single people. Mainly my single ladies, because I've realized guys, like when they're like, I've realized I never, I don't really ever hear guys complaining about being single. Maybe it's the fact, like I don't even see guys having a problem finding women. Is it because there's so many good women? I don't know. Are we outnumbered here? I don't know. I won't say that. But I will address this to my single ladies who feel like... Because I feel like this, I feel like that all the time. Y'all know that Kanye song? But I feel like this definitely. We're going we're gonna to stay on this for a little bit because this is something that comes up in my life a lot. As a woman who will be 30 in like couple days. Whoop, whoop, whoop. And people believe, like we are in a society where people believe that you have to have somebody. And partnership is great. But they are under, under the belief that you just, you just have to find somebody. And if it ain't there, make it, make it be there. But see, their reasons for needing somebody or wanting somebody may be different than your reason or my reason. My reason for two people to getting together is to elevate the consciousness of the world, to be an example, to use both of their, their beings to vibrate higher. You ever seen two people that are on the same vibration, the same frequency, they both glowing and they you're just like, oh, this is possible? <clears throat> that's what I look at as partnerships. I don't look at partnerships as someone to keep you warm at night, someone to hear about the bad day that you had, which is nice, but to me that's not the reason two people come together. And I had a dream because before I took a nap yesterday, I was thinking I was, you know, because you get in your feels, guys, like sometimes like being single or not even sometimes a lot of times, I'm not going to say, it depends on the season, (laughs) but there are times where being single, you, you feel lonely, like you want someone to talk to, you want someone to go out with and to do fun relationship things with. And I was thinking that I was telling my friend, I was like, I'm just frustrated that, you know, I haven't found that. And so when I went to sleep, I had a dream and it was like, when I woke up, I just felt so amazing. But in the dream, y'all, I felt the thing in which I seek the feeling that I dream of being in a relationship, like the feeling that I want, I, I felt that in the dream. And I think that was God's way of telling me that it's possible To be patient, to not settle. Yes, the allure of being with someone who really likes you, or you, you know, maybe you don't like them as much, they like you and they're willing to do X, Y, Z, and you want to jump into it because you're lonely. It's super alluring. But when you settle, To me, it's almost like you're saying, I don't trust God's timing or I don't trust the existence of what I want. I don't trust that it's here and you bend your will. And then what happens when you are with that person that you bended your will for? And then you find the person that you really love, the person you were really waiting for, what happens? You have a couple options. You either still stay with your person because you don't want to hurt them and you're comfortable with them, you're attached to them, and now you're bitter. Now you're looking at other people's happiness and and wishing it for yourself and sometimes that can lead to bitterness. Or, you know, you just risk the, you run the risk of, of just hurting somebody of, because you know, you deep down, like knew that you didn't really want to be with them, but now you guys have literally built a bond, a tie, and it's not as easy to leave. Even though I'm an advocate, like I am team leave. I'm not going to lie to y'all. I am team find your happiness. You cannot make other people happy unless you're happy. But I do realize that it is hard. It is hard to break someone's heart. And when you're thinking about that person and and what you've put them through and like, you know, the opportunities they've missed out on by being with you, it makes it difficult. So I say all these things to say that um, patience is key. Patience is key. Like. The reason you may have not found that person is because it's only one of them. <laughs> it's only one of them. Out of all these people, it may that be that one person for you. Um, but that's, I think that's another episode, though. We could talk about that. Definitely another episode. Um, but for now, I, just, I, I think the main message I wanted to communicate is that it exists. Love exists. I believe that 100%. One hundred percent. And I, I'm not stopping till I get that feeling that I want. And If I don't get that feeling in this lifetime, it's OK. It may happen in another lifetime, but settling is not something that I do because I'm telling God that I don't. I'm not patient enough and I don't trust you enough. So that, my loves, should wrap up this episode. I feel like I've talked about everything I wanted to touch on this week. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for lending me your ears and I will see you on the next episode.